Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Amen. We want to thank God for today. We want to thank God for your life. It's a new month, month of September. Amen. All right, even as the word of the Lord is coming, can you spend some seconds preparing your heart? That your heart would receive the word in a special way, like never before. Come on, pray. Please pray. It is so important that today's message, you would understand it. Even pray for, pray for spiritual understanding. As you are praying, say, Father, give me spiritual understanding of your word pray 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 father grant me spiritual understanding of your word let me not hear your word in vain amen so this month of september we are looking at what divine authority say divine authority now, last week we learned about three kinds of authority. Curiosities, Asusia, and what? Epitaph. And we explain all of it. If you don't remember it fully, go grab. I think the message should be on the podcast by now. Go search for our podcast. Listen to the message. And soak it. Last week I told you that today we're going to zero in on one kind of the authorities remember because you see the other kinds of authorities they are okay but there's one that is peculiar to us and there's one that is often used in the bible and that is exousia in fact most of the time when you find a lot of people explaining what authorities they use the word exousia because that is the that is the the most dominant explanation of authority especially in the gospel when you understand exousia i tell you you leave church today you know there are some messages when you hear them you cannot just leave the presence of god and thinking you can be defeated it's not possible it's not possible and this is one of those messages when you hear them you cannot just for the for the life of you be thinking ah i am nobody no this kind of messages bring transformation amen so today we are looking at exousia. Exousia. E-X-O-U-S-I-A. Exousia authority. That's a Greek word. Amen. Now let's go. Let's turn our Bibles to John chapter number 14. Amen. I want to let's start reading from verse number seven john chapter number 14 and we'll start reading from verse number seven it says if you had known me 
you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Verse 8. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father and it is sufficient for us. Show us the father and it is sufficient for us. Verse 9. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the father. So how can you say, show us the father? Do you not believe that I am in the father and the father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, on my own exousia. But the father who dwells in me does the works. I love this. He said, the father in me is doing the work. This is the work of God. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Or else, believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Amen. Now let's add verse number 12. He said, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he would do. Because I go to my father. And whatever you ask in my name. That I would do. That the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask anything in my name. I will do it. Come on say a good amen. If, I ask, if you ask anything in my name. I will do it. You see that's why. You don't pray. You know there are some people when they are praying in tree, especially. It happens a lot in tree. Amen. You have not prayed. Amen. You have not prayed. It has not gone. The only prayer God answers is when you pray in the name of Jesus. Amen, somebody. So when you are praying, Always pray in his name. And you're going to learn why his name is the only vehicle that will transport your prayers to God. I, I remember one day I, I heard a, a man preaching at the market. And then he said, pray, pray. In fact, the prayer was so powerful. And then he prayed and said, Amen. I said, ah, this guy has, 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 he has misplaced his prayers. Because the prayer was so powerful. So powerful, I don't I nearly went to my I was like, no, pray again. <laughs> I wanted to go to you and say, Master, pray again. Amen. Say greater works. So, what is exusia? Last week I, I explained it. But let me explain it again. Exusia means permission. When you are permitted to do something, when you are given the license to do something. When I give him the right to do something. Amen. So what God has given us. Is delegated authority. Delegated power. Delegated right. In other words. When you are operating in divine exousia. You are operating in that authority. That God himself would have been doing. God is saying that. Okay you know what. 
to be doing the thing. But because you are on earth, I'm giving you the power and the ability to do it. But as you take the lead, I will be working in you. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the authority that we have in Christ Jesus is delegated. For example, I gave you an example last week. An ambassador of Ghana who is in the United States is having a delegated authority of the President of the Republic. Why? Because that ambassador there is behaving exactly like the President of Ghana. The President of that country deals with our ambassador the same way that president would deal with our president. Are you getting what I'm saying? He's giving the... That is why in this country, when you see those ambassadors, on their vehicles, they have their country flags. Usually, it is only the president's vehicle that should have the country flag on it, symbolizing absolute authority, that the whole authority of the country has been given to him. You don't see any other vehicle in Ghana that has the country flag put on it that person will be arrested because the authority of this country has been vested into the president whatever the decision of the president he makes he is making it like the citizens are making it because we voted him into power and we said we are giving you the right to now use our resources like individually we'll be using them are you guess what i'm saying so delegated authority is that we have the right and the mind to do things like God will do. Amen. So when you have authority, in other words, what you are doing is lawful. There's no illegality with what you are doing. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you have authority, what you have is what? Lawful. What you do is lawful. You have the legal right to do what you are doing. In the kingdom, God has given us exousia in that every time we do anything in the name of Jesus to bring whatever we are doing to the glory of the Father, it is legal. It is legal. I get what I'm saying? For example, when you pray in the name of Jesus, it is legal. When you heal the sick in the name of Jesus, it is legal. So you must know the things that bring glory to the Father. Because it is those things that he has permitted us to do. The things that he will do. Because he is not in this world and you are here. He's saying that because you are there in this world, I'm giving you the legal right to do them. And then when you do them, it is approved by heaven. That is why in Matthew 16, the Bible says, so whatever you bind on earth, is bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth is lost in heaven. Because the things that you are supposed to be binding are the things that the Father would have bounded himself. So but, but because you are here, when you do it, he said, you are permitted to do it. And you get what I'm saying? That God will not give you permission to do something which is contrary to his glory, which is contrary to his will. All the things that we do must be in line with the will of God. Amen, somebody. So we have authority. Say, I have authority. So authority, let me put these two words very clear to you. Authority is both the right and the ability. When you have authority, you have the right to do what you are doing. And not just the right, you have the ability to do what you are doing. Now, for example, if you meet someone who is sick and the person is telling you, 
please, I need healing. You remember those, um, 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 the sick guy who met Jesus, and he said, Lord, if you are willing, please make me whole. Now, what did Jesus say? He said, I am willing. Now, at that moment, why would Jesus make that statement that I am willing to make you whole? Because Jesus knows that he had the authority of the Father to heal the sick. Are you getting it? He had the authority of the Father to cast out demons. So, because he had that right, he knew he had power also to do it. As long as you know you have the right to do it, then you know you also have the ability, the power to do what you are supposed to do. Anyone who does not know that he has the right to do it does not have the power. So you cannot think of power when you are not thinking of the right or the authority to do it. Power goes with authority. Power, it does what? It goes hand in hand with your authority. It is what you are permitted to do. That you have the ability to do it. If you are not permitted to do it, you cannot, you will not, you will try, but it will not work. Are you getting what I'm saying? You will try, but it will not work. It will not work. Look at what Jesus said. Amen. Let's go to Luke chapter number four. Look at what he said of himself. Luke chapter number four. Now I'm building something important. Please follow me and be excited. In the gospel, exusia is so important. Luke chapter number four, verse number 16. So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to those, to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable way of the Lord. Amen. This was Jesus' job description. When he came into this world, he said, The Holy Spirit, God, has anointed me. He has appointed me to do all these things. First of all, to preach the gospel to the poor. Secondly, to heal the brokenhearted. He said, to, to proclaim liberty to those who are under captives. To open the blind eyes. To set liberty those who are oppressed. And what happens? He said, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. That is why when he was going around, if he met anyone who was under captivity of any kind of demon, he set them free. Everywhere he went, he was healing the sick. He was raising the dead. He was bringing joy to the people. Because the people were under bondage. They were under bondage. If you are under bondage, how can you express joy? If you are under captivity, how can you express joy? It takes the authority of God to set you free from captivity. And that is exactly what authority does. God is saying, listen. I should be down there in this world setting people free. Setting even your life free from all the challenges. 
but I am not there, but you are there. Now receive my right and my ability that in my name, whatever you do, whatever you do in my name, it is established. That is why if you are in this church and you are going through any kind of difficulties, it takes the authority of God to set you free. It is not nobody can set you free. It takes only God. Say it takes only God. It takes only God to set you free from anything. And you see, the good thing is that in Christ we have been set free. The problem with many believers is that they don't know their freedom, right? So when the devil comes to them and says, Hey, you this problem, it is yours. They go about saying, This is what is going on in my life. I am struggling. I am going through this. I am doing that. No. The moment the devil brings anything against you, which is inconsistent with the glory of God, you have the right and the ability using the name of Jesus. I said, Devil, get out of my life. Is someone here in church? Say authority. Who? Listen. Every time you do anything in the body of Christ, the question is, who has given you the authority? The authority belongs to the children of God. It belongs to those who are born again. If you are not born again, you don't have any authority in Christ. If you, he said, look at what Jesus said. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord has anointed. Anointed means appointed. He has anointed me. With that, he said, that, what did Romans chapter 8 say? Romans 8 said that if you don't have the spirit of Christ, you don't belong to him. So the moment you get born again with the spirit of Christ, you have received the right and the ability. Now, now look at what Jesus told the disciples in Acts chapter 1. Let's go there. Now I'm building something very powerful. I just want you to, you want to see, you're going to see something. Amen. Acts chapter number one. Look at what, so did I say verse nine? No. Go to verse number four, sorry. There's a reason I said verse number nine. I'm not there yet. And being assembled together, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait, to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but, 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 say but. And I, when I'm reading the scripture and I see but, it changes everything for me. Say but, but, but you, you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said, it is not for you to know times or season. which the Father underline it in your Bible. Which the Father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive power, ability, dynamis, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the world. Now he was telling them, now listen, when it comes to restoration of everything to Israel. Now, it is in the, it's in the absolute authority of God. But this is what the Father will release to you. As part of his authority, you will receive power, ability. In other words, God is going to give you the right to preach the gospel about me to the ends of the world. That, the authority, that right, God is giving to you. In other words, God is giving you the mandate to tell your world 
the good things that God has done in Christ. Go and tell the world the good things. Now when you do that, God is saying, I'm giving you my power. And that in that power, you can demonstrate that good thing that God has accomplished in Christ Jesus. Are you here? He said, you shall be witnesses of me. Witnesses to me, sorry. In Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the world. In other words, the authority we have now is to demonstrate the glory of God in Christ. To demonstrate the glory of God in Christ. What is the glory of God in Christ? That is the question. What, what, what authority have we been given? We have been given authority that brings salvation. That's the glory of God in Christ. Salvation. Freedom. Freedom from the captivity of the devil. That is why you cannot be sitting in this church, this particular church, and then you allow sickness to dominate your body. It's not possible. You allow hardship, poverty to dominate your life. It's not possible. When you're going through something, you have the right to get out of it. Are you here with me? All those who operated in the name, that is why you see, you don't do anything without using the name. I told you the last time recently about the story about that husband and wife who were traveling and, and they were going to meet a, a tanker in the vehicle. They lost control and the woman was shouting, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We are going to die. And the husband said, hey woman, shut up. We don't use the name of Jesus like that. And he said, in the name of Jesus. Huh. When he said that, before they realized, they had appeared behind the, con the tanker that was coming to crash them. The tanker went its way and they also drove on. There is power in the name of Jesus. And by that authority of that name, whatever you apply that name, that thing must get away from your life. I declare over your life that in the name of Jesus, any problem that is lingering in your life, it is leaving you right now. In the name of Jesus, it is leaving your life right now. In the name of Jesus. Everything is done in the name. The authority we have is in the name. Too many believers don't know the right they have. I have the right to heal the sick. I have the right to prosper. These are the things God did in Christ. He said, you see, don't talk about uh, Israel. No, 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 no. Talk about what I have done in Christ. That is the good news. You will be witnesses to me. Go and tell. When you come to Jesus, your life will be transformed. Many times I've, I've dead people when I go for evangelism. I say, listen, I'm not saying try Jesus. No, I don't, I don't say try my Jesus. No, I don't do those kind of things. I tell I say, me, I'm challenging you. I'm daring you. If you can believe in Jesus and receive him, I give you three months. Some of them, I give them specific three months. You'll see your life transform. I get them, I say, three months, you'll see your life transform. When I, when I got born again, it didn't even take me three months. I saw transformation in my life. You know, there are some people, they only see transformation when they are, their sheet is uh, dollars. And they are swimming in money. That's why I say, ah, now nah, Jesus has transformed my life. Some of you, you know the foolish things you used to be thinking about. Now you don't think about those things again. Is that not transformation? 
You know those foolish things you used to be saying with your mouth. This is your mouth. You can gossip for money to evening. Now you are using it to pray. Is that not transformation? So, you see, so if I'm telling you God can transform your life in three months, can't he do it? First of all, he has to work on your mind. Work on your heart. Work on the way the things you say. Now, somebody has been born again for 50 years and still is full of fear. That cannot, sign, cannot mean transformation. Because, you see, transformation is from inside out. What are the things you used to do that you are not doing them again? If you can mark one, two, three, you should know that Jesus has transformed your life. Say, I have the right and the ability to bring God glory. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Sit down, let's continue. We are going somewhere. I'm scratching the surface. He said, he said, he said, I have been anointed by the law to set the captives free. Why? Remember Peter when he healed the guy. He said, man of Galilee, why, why are you behaving that is by our own power that we have made this man whole? Jesus whom you crucified. Jesus whom you crucified. It is what? Through him and faith in his name has made this man whole as you see him. That is why when you go to someone who is sick, you don't say, ah, have you seen the doctor? Ah, ah, you are the doctor now. You are the spiritual doctor. You don't go and say, ah, hey, this one, how are we going to do it? You are the solution man. You are the solution woman. As soon as you get to the problem, you say, ah, Jesus, Jesus just looked at people who are souls and said, master, eat something. He said, no, 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 no. I have food that I eat that you don't know. Winning one soul can make someone satisfied. How much more healing someone who is sick? Jesus said, I have food that you don't know that I eat of. We have spiritual food. We have spiritual food that, you see, you man, you, imagine someone is bedridden. Bedridden, can't do anything. And then you go there and say, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the person gets up and walk. Would that be more than eating a bowl of food in Katen Pankwine? There are many believers who don't know the authority they have. They think they are nobody's. The problem with you is that you think you don't have any power. You think you don't have any power. That is your problem. You think it's only the pastor who is full of all of God's anointing. Yes, I'm anointed, but you're also anointed. <laughs> when Jesus was sending out in Mark chapter 16, uh, 16 sorry, verse 15 going, he didn't say, and these signs shall follow the apostles, the prophet, the pastors. Uh, he said, these signs shall follow those who believe. Are you a believer? Now, who, how many believers are in the church? Ask your neighbor, are you a believer? Now, look into your neighbors. I said, do you believe? If you believe, let's look at the things that you can do and see if you have done one of them in your life. Let's go to Mark 16. I'm showing you the authority you have. I'm just scratching the surface. The Lord said from today, you rise above any mountain that stood before you. And by the power of my holiness, you will dismantle every opposition that came before you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Verse 14, he said, Let her 
Mark 16 verse 40. Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table. And he rebuked them for their unbelief. Can you imagine? Jesus, when he appeared, said, Hey, you people, why don't you believe? Why are you unbelieving? I raise you up as believers. Why are you unbelieving? Why are you not believing that God can prosper you? And that abasso. He rebuked them. And the hardness of heart. Because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Verse 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every world creature. Verse 16. Can we read it together? I want to go. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17. I want to go. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will come out. Come and shout a glorious amen. This is your right. This is your authority. Jesus said, when you lay your hands on the sick, you shall get them healed. How many of you have laid your hands on a sick before? Have you done it before? Majority of Christians don't heal the sick. Uh, they, they are afraid. Ah, where are you? Hospital, yare. I heard a woman say, "They have a baby soon, soon, yare." And I'm saying, "Ah, now yare, when they hospital, and now yare, when they are soon, soon, yare, yare, when they are soon, soon, yare." I said, "Suffer, where are you? Where are you? You didn't need team, baby. Nobody can do anything. I'm talking about this. And this thing happened to me about 15 or 16 years ago. I said, where's your son? Bring him here. That time I was on a mission somewhere. They brought the boy. As soon as the boy landed in my hand, the boy started shaking. Started shaking. Started vibrating at the power of the Holy Ghost. And I just... And I laid my hands. I said, my major, your son is okay. They came back within about 45 minutes. They said, Pastor, what here? I said, what is going on? I thought they said, they come and tell me the boy is dead. The way they rushed. I said, what is it? I said, so before I realized, eh, in that village, uh, I saw some women coming. They were carrying basket of cassava, uh, garden eggs, oku. I said, what is going on? I said, so the woman was lonely. She couldn't even utter. I said, what? I said, what is going on? I said, me pano, oh, Diago, oh, Diago. Yeah, I cried on to me, Diago, for the past three months. He was playing with his friends. Oh, pa-. and they carried okro. They carried gardeners. They carried cassava. You know how the villagers do it. I never bought food until I left that place. When they are passing, so for me, go for my boat. When they are coming back, oh, so for. I bet they don't come and do it. I said, the kitchen, I have so much food. I said, so I would rather give it in our I can't eat everything. How much of food can I eat? Say, I have power. Say, I have power. Now, there are many believers who think they cannot cast out demons. Hey, so for now, I'm going to go to the same way. Hey, I'm going to go to the same way. I'm going to go to the <laughs> Remember those days when we were growing up in church when the pastor is praying for somebody who is demon possessed. Say, Katawini, one Katawini, I don't know if I saw 
That's why you, you see you don't go and you be talking to a demon negotiating. You know some some pastors they want to make it so dramatic. Uh, who are you? Who's you freaking? Who's why they feel say? We don't have time for that. As soon as you go in the name of Jesus, get out. That's, you don't have time to uh, come on. Is it is it now Jesus crying? Ah, now Jesus, what? Jesus. If you don't know what he did, say I have the authority. Say I have power. That's why I told you earlier that you cannot leave church today. And then when something comes your way, then you are like, hey, yesterday I was lying down there. All of a sudden, I felt my appendix area again was paining me. My, my, my mind was not even there. I was, I was doing my things. And then I realized that the thing wanted to increase. I said, in the name of Kalakar. That's what I did. The thing just went out. And I continued to what I'm doing. I don't have time now. You must know the power that you have. Some of you, hey, so By the time you are done with the one, the devil will knock you off. As soon as you find the headache coming out, in the name of Jesus, come on, get out! You don't have time to entertain demons. Don't entertain but don't entertain demons. We have the authority. Jesus, God has given you the authority. He wants you to deal with the devil the way he will deal with it. If God is punishing the devil, why are you entertaining the devil? Look at what he said. He said these signs. So if you want to know a true child of God, these are the signs. Hey, the child of God, this will be a Christian here. And he said, let me go and show you. Ah, okay, sorry, he said. Hey, we'll be out to me, but sorry. Anybody at all can come to church. Now you must know, how many people have I healed? If you now old casa, these are the signs. shower, The person must come to you and say, "Let's go to this sister. Ask for her. When I go to her, I'll get healed. Let's go to this brother. When we go to him, this problem will leave us. Signs, say signs. In other words, every true Christian must be working with signs. I get what I'm saying. On top of you coming to church, what are you doing to bring glory to God? Now, what are you doing? I said with you about that. I, I know I recently did it. The story of that husband. He, 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 he came back from home so tired. And then when he went to the kitchen, wanted to drink water. When he opened the fridge, took the bottle, grow, 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 threw the bottle into the dustbin. The wife rushed from wherever and said, Honey, did you drink from that bottle that was in the fridge? He said, Yes. I was thirsty and I drank it. He said, Jesus, you are going to die. It was an acid. He said, well, what is acid doing in the fridge? It was water. He said, please, let's go to the hospital. He said, no, 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 I don't have time for hospital. And then look at what the, this story, when I heard, I heard it many years ago, the husband said to the wife, even if it is acid, I turn it into water. <laughs> he said, even if it is acid, I turn it into water. 
the wife was begging the husband, let's go to the hospital. I don't want to lose you. He said, I'm not going to die. I'm here for you, baby. Baby, baby, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here for you. The woman was expecting the husband to die. The husband lived and lived and lived. Why? Because the husband was a man who has authority. Even if you eat anything that contains poison, that thing that is supposed to bring you food poison, it will bring you food, food vitamins, vitamins, vitamins. That is why Jesus said, wherever you go, whatever food they give you, eat it. And we say, ah, baby, 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 you see, the only reason that that baby can have you is because you are afraid that that baby can have you. I can never be penetrated. No demon can penetrate my atmosphere. Are you here with me, somebody? Hey, you see me like this when I am dealing with the devil. I don't have patience for him any longer. Because when you are dealing with the devil and you want to pamper him, the devil cannot. He is not somebody that deserves pampering. He is coming to kill you. That is his ultimate. He wants to destroy you. He wants to steal from you. And you are pampering the devil. Oh dear. I you better deal with it. Say, I have authority. And I have the power. Are you here with me, somebody? Say, I have the authority. And I have the power. Now, let's go. Let's, let's read a, a verse. Look at what he says. Um, I, I want us to go to Ephesians chapter number one. Ephesians chapter number one. Amen. Now, let's read from verse number 15. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of what? Glory. May give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. Exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places. Verse 21. Let's read it together. Far above all principality and power and mind and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the world church which is his body the fullness of him who feels all in all where are you seated where are you seated 
Where are you seated? Where are you seated? And where is Christ seated? Far above all principalities and power. And has placed him under his feet. Spirit life people. The devil is under your feet. Now you are not, you are not here with me in church. Say the devil is under my feet. Say the devil is under my feet. See, that is why you don't you don't allow symptoms to last one day in your body. Now some of you think that you are sick, and that is the will of God. That is the problem with many Christians. When something bad is going on in their life, they think it's the will of God. I heard someone saying that in their religion, they believe that whatever happens is the will of God. So if you die, it's the will of God. If you get an accident, it's the will of God. Ah, how can you be thinking like that? How? Um, I, I, didn't, I don't think I've said it. Recently, I was at the motorway, Springtex, and I believe that accident didn't take any life because I was there. That's my belief. Because where I was standing, you see these small, small cars, these Matty's small, small, small cars, Imagine a, a trailer with a container with load, smashing it. And the woman, it was a woman that was driving. The car, all this side was mangled. We pulled the woman out of that car and she was sitting there. I said, woman, are you hurt? He said, mm, mm The car smashed that car and the car, we saw it flipping, hitting into the median. And then the, con- the truck, the trailer with the container veered up from the Akratama. Onto the Tema Akra. And to the glory of God, there was no car coming. If there was a car coming, everybody would have been condemned. <laughs> That's what I believe. That if I, because see, the way I ended up even in that position, that's why I said I believe that it was my presence that didn't allow anyone to die. Yeah? Because we, we were in the office. And then we said, oh, let's go and have a look at something here. At that same time, we didn't move the car. We were just walking. Let's go and have. As soon as we got there, and the incident happened, the woman, the woman was just sitting there looking at us. He said, "Are you sure?" Said, "No, nothing happened." And truly, when we checked the car, nothing has happened to her. No demon can take your life. See, that's what I me mean when I'm traveling. I say, "Ah, this plane, they are blessed because of my presence." I, tra- no, I, I, I told you the last time. When I'm traveling and I'm driving, I always say that me, I have angels all around me, right? Because angels are my servants. They are my bodyguards. You see, that's why this church, we don't have people standing here as my bodyguards. Angels are my bodyguards. Angels are more powerful for them to accomplish certain things. Uh, there are some bodyguards where somebody pulls a gun, they run away. They run away and leave the one they are guarding. They say, ah, Master, each one for himself. God for us, or I told you they mean to me, Jinan. I mean, Johnny. I know what I'm saying. Eh. One day, a man of God said he was going somewhere, sit down, and then Amrobus came his way. Amrobus came his way. They stopped him. Bring your money, bring, bring, bring. The man of God got out from his car. He said, he said, I should bring my money. He said, How much do you want? And then one of the guys dead, and I'm using I say one of them dead and slapped my back with the back of the gun. Do you know what the man of God did? He turned, he said, I turned and I looked. 
said, did you just slap me? And, and then I was like, where are you? If you will shoot you, we'll kill you. All that the man of God said, you will know who I am. He said, I took off my jacket. The weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, But they are mighty in God. To the pulling down of stronghold. He said, I turned and looked at that brother and said, in the name of Jesus, go down. Within a matter of seconds, the guy crippled. When the other arm robber realized that this guy has gone down, the other guy said, hey, hey, we'll kill you, we'll kill you. And then the man of God said, if you are a man, like the Jesus I said, shoot. And the guy clocked the gun. Bullet was not coming. Open the, the water now. Bullet inside. The other guy said, shoot him now, shoot him, shoot him. Quick. No bullet was coming. And the guy, the pastor took the gun. Put it aside. Do you want to be like this one? He said, man of God, I repent. I don't, I, please, we want to kill you, but we repent. We will not do it again. And then the man of God said, who are you people? Why are you doing this work? He said, because there's no job in the country. This thing happened in Nigeria. He said, there's no job in the country. We are suffering. We are graduates. All of us, we are graduates. And because there's no job. And the man of God said, in the name of Jesus, rise up. The guy immediately, he said, rose up again. Took the gun, threw the gun into the bush. He said, from today, man of God, I will follow you wherever you go. Follow you. These three people that I'm talking about right now, they are pastors in his church. Pastors, and they were saying their own story. May such an encounter happen in your life. May someone have a transformation because of you. In the name of Jesus, say our power. A lot of believers don't know that they have power. I have authority. So they are working as ordinary people. No. We don't work as ordinary people. I know who is with me. Say, I know who is with me. Say, I know who is with me. First John chapter 4, it's a greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Who is greater? God. And where is God? In me. And as God is in me, I'm also greater than anything that is in the world. This is my authority. This is my power. This is my ability. In the name of Jesus. No demon has power over me. I'm not afraid. You see, that is why you don't work in fear. Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. He said, the spirit that God has given does not cause me to fear. But with power, love, and sound mind. Many people are working in fear. You can only be fearful when you don't know what you have. He might, the president is like, how can he be afraid? He, has all, he drives in a convoy. So I have many people protecting me. But the weapons of our warfare, they are not cannot. Think about it. Think about it. We have mighty power. Say, I have mighty power. Say, I have mighty power. Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter number 8. Matthew chapter number 8. Are you there? 
Let's read from verse number 28. Matthew chapter 8 from verse 20. He said, When he had come to the other side, to the country of the Gegesenes, there met him two demon-possessed men. Coming out of the tombs. Two, two demon-possessed men. Coming out of the tombs. So that no one could pass that way. And suddenly, they cried out saying, what have we to do with you, Jesus, you son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a good way off from them, there was a head of many swine, and there was many pigs feeding. So the demons begged him. Can you imagine? Demons begging Jesus. Hey, God, I led your children on earth. Catch this revelation and understand it. Jesus didn't say anything. No. He was just walking his way. He said, these two demon-possessed men, because of their violence, nobody used that word. Jesus decided to go and set those people free. Let's go and use it. He didn't say anything. They just saw him. When they saw him, the demons started talking. Oh, son of God. Demons even know. Jesus is. Acts chapter 12. Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? Let me tell you. Demons know who you are. Now, do you know who you are? Now, I, I get in the question here. When demons know who I am, and then I don't know who I am, how can demons be begging me? Demons will be playing ampere around you. Oh, oh, name no, oh, name no. Let's go and play ampere and dance around. And they will be dancing. The demons will be dancing around it. And they will be dancing. But so also, name will be on him. On, he doesn't know. Imagine the president walking around, doesn't know the authority that he has. I could just go, his son to know. That. President, you don't, you don't know who you are. I did this part too, when it's going out. That is the beauty of not going live. Asamis. We are live. Hey! <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it is well. Now, if the president doesn't know the power that he has, anybody can do anything. But you cannot go close to him and play with him like that. As soon as you want to go close to him, there are people around that are surrounding him. I get what I'm saying. The power of God in you makes demons to even recognize you. Jesus didn't get close. A power was working. And the demons saw him. Have you come here to torment us? See, I declare over you. This is a good prophetic declaration. Any demon that has tormented your life up to this morning, that the power that is in this house today will torment that demon in Jesus' name. They shall be tormented back in the name of Jesus. They shall be tormented back in Jesus. Have you come here to torment that? Hey! Hey! That demon that says you, you will not prosper financially. 
That demon that say you this sickness will never take it out of your life. That demon that say you you suffer by the power that is in the name of Jesus. I declare that that demon is tormented in Jesus' name, and you are cast out of your life. Now a good way up from there. There was a head of many swine feeding. Verse 31. So the demons begged him saying, if you cast us out. So, so you see, the demons were waiting for them to be cast out. Hey! Cast out means to kick them out. To drive them out. The demons know that the moment Jesus has appeared, they are going to be cast out. If you cast us out, permit us to go away into this herd of swine. Can you imagine? And he said to them, Go. Whoa. Go. So when they had come out, they went into the herd of swine. And suddenly the whole herd of swine ran violently and down the steep place into the sea and perished in the water. Now, the question you should be asking is that, did those demons perish with the swine? No. No. Because demons are spirits. And they need bodies to occupy. Are you getting what I'm saying? And because they need bodies to occupy, they can occupy any body. And that is why the devil himself occupies the snake in the garden, which came to deceive even Adam. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, there are some people who think that, oh, it's just a normal dog. It's a dog that is behaving like that. I saw a video where a dog went to bite off someone's nose and took out the nose. Dog. And I tell him this dog is a normal dog. Every kind of dog will come and eat someone's nose like that. How can it be a normal dog? Amen. Are you here in church? Say, I have authority. The authority of God at work in us possesses us. To deal with demons the way they should. Today I cast out any demon that is disturbing your peace. Say in my house, any demon, demonic oppression, satanic agenda going on around my house, going around my family, working in my home this morning by the authority I have in Jesus Christ, I cast them out. 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 In the name of Jesus. They cannot work anymore. Enough of this family problem. Enough of this financial difficulties in your family. Enough of that sickness. That has, it has passed on from your father. It has gone to your brothers. It wants to come to you. Today, that sickness moves no more further. In the name of Jesus, it goes no more further. In the name of Jesus. That is authority I have. Say, I have authority. If you don't know the authority that you have, the devil can play and play around you. And you'll be thinking, ah, the sit, sit. you know, there are some believers who think that Satan is so powerful than them. They think he's so powerful. Satan only plays on your ignorance. Go to Philippians. I'm closing very soon. Assusia. I have the authority. Verse 5. Philippians chapter number 2, verse 5. 
He said, let this man be in you which was also in Christ. Jesus. Who being in the form of God did not consider a robber to be equal with God. But made himself of no reputation. Taking the form of a bondservant And coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. Even the death of the cross. Therefore God also. Has highly exalted him. And given him the name which is about every name. That at the name of Jesus. Every knee must bow. Of those in heaven. And of those on earth. And of those under the earth. And that every tongue. To confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Today any name. See. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Some of you don't think that demons have names. They have names. Every name. Because you see. In the realm of the spirit. Names carry power. You know. What are you called? I, I heard someone who said. My name means sorrow. It's, it's an airway name like that. Say, sorrow. I said, that's the meaning of your name. That's why your face is like that. There's no smile on your face. Maybe there's sorrow. You are expressing your name. How can, how can you call your What is your name? My name is sorrow. Ah, my name is sorrow. And you are, he said, my father gave it to you. I said, your father gave it to you. Maybe your father gave it to you out of ignorance. But you, gotta, you better change it. Your life is not, you see, every day you are boom, 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 like this. There's nothing beautiful about your life. Name is powerful. What is my name? My name is Abraham. He said, Father, Father of many nations. The reason I have not changed the name Peter is because of his meaning. That's why sometimes I go through so much, I'm still standing there. I know what I'm saying. Yeah. Some of you go and investigate the name. Now you are, you are being called. Your, your, your name is your, your, um, your counter to all the prayers you are praying. <laughs> you pray so hard. What is your name? You are confessing it. Amen. Now, the point is this. You have the authority to deal with any demonic thing. Listen, we don't fight against any human being. Our main job as spiritual people is to deal with demons. Oh, yes. And anyone who thinks that, okay, every day you want to deal with demons, you want to deal with demons, and it's a waste of time, you sit down. That is why people who are ignorant are dealing with human beings. We have no, we have no business to deal with flesh and blood. People are not our enemies. Spirits of the enemy are. The devil is our number one worst enemy. So, okay, let me show you an example what I want to say. Go to Mark chapter number 9. Let me just... Um, show you the name that is above every other name. Let me show you Mark chapter number nine. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, when you read from verse number, okay, let, let, let's take it in context from verse number 14. He says, And when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and, and scribes disputing with them. Immediately, when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed and ran into him, greeted him, and he asked the scribes, What are you discussing with them? 
But one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son, who has a mute spirit. So what's the name of that spirit? A mute spirit. Mean that, see, deaf and dumb is a spirit. So how are you going to know the name of that sickness? If you have malaria, it's the spirit of malaria. Yeah, the sign said that, oh, it's uh, caused by what? Um, uh, what? Uh, uh, mosquitoes or whatever, whatever. Ah, okay. You, you see, I was watching um, news recently and said there's a kind of fever called dengue fever. I've not even heard of it. See, that dengue fever kills people more than, and, and it's even a virus that is transmitted by mosquito. I said, this mosquito, I sealed the corridors of Ghana. This mosquito cannot come to Ghana. Imagine the mosquitoes that are around in this country. It's a dingy virus. And then they, they, they like children. That, that demon likes, they like children. So when they bite children, then, then the, the, the children are dying. And India, some community in India, they are dying, children. I just went and I stretched my hands on the television. I said, the name of Jesus. I transfer power to heal them. You see, I am very conscious of what I have. That is the difference between some of you and me. You must be conscious of what you have. I've never seen a rich man not conscious of what he have. If you are broke, you are conscious that you are broke. <laughs> if you are rich, you know you are rich. If you are powerful, do you know who I am? You see all these politicians. Do you know who I am? I am the, the secretary to the president. And so what? How many Christians know who they are? Look, verse 17. The one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a new spirit. And wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples. Hey, Karadusha come in the Deboska. I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. Ah. Somebody walks into this church and said, please, I'm, I'm in dying need of someone to cast out some demons. He said, that's the apostle, please. The apostle is there. Go, go and see the apostle. Me, I am just a, I'm an usher. I, I'm just a I'm just a church member. Please, the apostle is a, he's the one who has been casting out demons. <laughs> I brought my, my, my tab to your disciples. I know these people have been following you. They should cast out. Look at the man's mentality. He brought the sister, the demon will be cast out. And the disciples could not cast him out. Ah, I pray for you. That the exousia of God in Christ. You will never turn away any situation that you have authority over. You will never. You will by all means carry the grace and the fortitude. To cast out demons. Cast out demons. Look at what he said. And Jesus answered and said. Oh faithless generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? 
to me. How long? How long? Ask your neighbor, how long will God have to bear with you? In other words, how long will God have to put up with this? Every day when the problem comes, you are running and hiding. Every day when something comes up, let's go and see the man of God. Every day when something comes up, hey, I'll die. How long will God put up with that? Oh, faithless generation. And in fact, unfortunately, there are some people exhibiting faithlessness even in our time. How long? He said, bring him to me. Then they brought him to him. And when he saw him, when the boy saw Jesus, immediately, the spirit convulsed him. So convulsing is not a sickness. Oh. Huh? Convulsing. You see some kid being conversing. Hey, Esra, I'm I remember when I was in there, I was on missions in Zambia. That's where I got to know. I must say, there, body. Is it body? Eh? But I said, body or something like They said, no, you are from Central. You should know. Say body, right? Like something moving in the body. Aha. Uh -huh. It's like, so they wake up in the morning, the thing is in their knees. They wake up, the thing is their waist. They wake up, the thing is their head. Oh, yes. Won't say that. Fancy people, they say that thing a lot, body. I don't know what that demon is. So one day, this woman came to me. I said, Prophet, me, I, this is I don't know you. I said, body, but I said, what is body? What kind of demon is this? I said, ah, I said, I said, nah, I don't know what this body is. I laid my hand in the name of Jesus. I command any crawling demon. That's how I described it. I said, I don't know this body. I said, in the name of Jesus, I command any crawling demon to get out of this body. Before I realized, this woman started spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And with a loud voice, shouted and hit the door. Boom! She was there for a while. He got up. He came with a daughter. And that time, because I don't know what that demon is. I've never heard some before. And I said, I don't know Canada or saying first. Because I was really ready to get rid of that demon. And then the woman started checking herself. Checking herself. I said, I said, it is gone forever. I was in that place for like about one and a half to two years. The woman never came back to me. To complain that that thing was in her body again. Demons are behind sickness and diseases. I'm telling you. That is why a lot of doctors cannot tell you emphatically that me, I can cure your disease. They will tell you, I will manage it. And if you miss some correct doctors, they will tell you, it is only God who cures. Have you not heard something before? 
Because it's only God who cures us. As for us, we only manage. But sickness and diseases are not a matter of medicine and science. I don't care what you think. They are not a matter of medicine and science. Today in the health sector, it's now full of business. It's business. Pure business. If it is not business, you may be you know, investing billions of dollars to develop one medication and sell one. I, I, I saw an injection. That is one injection, $5,000. If it's not business, will you sell one injection for $5,000? Amen. The spirit immediately convulsed. And the boy fell on the ground. And wallowed, foaming at, his, at the mouth. So he asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire. Could you imagine? The demon, because he wants to kill the boy. So when he's foaming, we throw the boy into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. I can feel the man's pain. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the man of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord! I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he repeated the unclean spirit, saying to it. Now, this is the name of the spirit. Death and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Now, you realize that Jesus didn't say, I command you in the name of Jesus, because he is Jesus. But we have to use him to speak to the demons now. Because he is, the name is above every name now. And he is the name. He says, you, death and dump spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus, or in come out and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out. So when you are praying for someone and the person cries out, it's not the person that is crying out. The demon is the one crying out. The demon cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him. And he became as one dead. So that many said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? Why couldn't we? He said to them, This kind cannot come out but by prayer. The original version does not have fasting, but by prayer. In other words, by, by constant fellowship with God, you can cast out the demon. I don't know, say, I'm here with me, somebody. I want you to start to look around your life. There are people who God brings your way. You know there are some people who need your touch. You live here today. You are living here in God's power and right. Fully prepared to cast out demons. Fully prepared to put the devil where he belongs. He is under your... He cannot compete with you. The devil cannot... He is one up to be begging you. When he sees you, say, oh, Please, I'm sorry for coming to your house. I didn't know. Every time you cast a demon out of someone or out of 
your environment. What he's doing is that you are piling up his punishment. You see, that's why nobody should go into the lake of fire. I keep on saying it. And that's why you here, you must preach the gospel to everyone. Because the devil, all the things that he's doing, he's piling up punishment for himself. He's piling up punishment for himself. You should be able to make sure that anyone who comes your way, the person is blessed. Say, I have authority. Say, I have power. Say, I have authority. And you must know it. You must be conscious of it. When you walk out today, say, I am walking in authority. I have the power. Look at Jesus. They came to him. You, you are owing some taxes you have to pay. He knew what he had. If I go to the river, the first fish that is you catch, open the mouth, you find money in it, come and pay. Ah, is this possible with every, any believer? Didn't you read it in John 14? The words that I do, greater works will you also do because I go to my father. How many, how many, how many believers are doing even what Jesus did? You last started before we even talk about greater works. Now, greater works is not like, oh, I have a good job. No, 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 no. I have a, uh, no, 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 no. Greater works, greater works. What did Jesus Christ come to do? Let's start from there. Was he healing the sick? Was Jesus healing the sick? How many sick are you healing? Was Jesus casting out demons? How many demons are you casting out of people? Did you raise the dead? This must be the average thinking of every Christian. Are you here with me? It should be the average thinking of everyone. You should be always delighted that Father, I have the opportunity to bring you glory, to heal the sick, and to raise the dead. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.